Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female puts herself first, sticks to her priorities, but nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. This episode is sponsored by Studio Sweden. Studio is a premium earphone company. The name actually came due to an encounter with Phil Collins, and it's an homage to the song Susu Studio, which I've actually just listened to on Spotify. It's all about the determination that the founders have at succeeding with this venture in providing better sound engineering and the art of Swedish design. So if you're looking for new headphones to listen to podcasts to, I've tested out the Vasa Blow Bluetooth Rose Gold and White headphones, which I actually was pronouncing incorrectly in the last two episodes. So it's Vasa Blows, the ones that I've tried out. And I've tested them with my new iPhone 8. Super impressed with the sound quality and how they look. So you can use the promo code ALPHAFEMALE at checkout if you want 15% off your next order. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 97. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to Anna Lonzano. Anna is a mom and serial entrepreneur. After graduating from the Richard Ivey School of Business and embarking on her career in marketing and sales, she quickly realized she was overworked, underpaid, and unfulfilled. So she started looking for a solution. In 2010, she said yes to network marketing, and as a part-time project, she turned it into a million-dollar empire. In 2016, she became a mom, and her life took on a whole new meaning. She realized she could create something that would power the next generation, our children. And with her friend and business partner, launched Love Powered Co. in August of 2017 with an affirmation card set for kids that launched on Kickstarter. They reached 214% of their campaign goal in 30 days. She's obsessed with living in alignment with her core values and spending time with her family while exploring the world. So welcome to the show, Anna. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat. When um, when I, I think I jumped on like one of your Facebook lives and you were asking questions and I said like, I'm an alpha female, I've got a podcast. And you're like, oh, what's that? I'm like, I, I totally see you as an alpha. So let me send you all the information. So what did you think of the definition and how do you see yourself as one? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, when I heard the name, I said, well, first off, it's a genius name for a podcast and for any woman that's driven and motivated and empowered to impact the world. And so I said, you know, I'm not 100% sure of your definition, but I'm definitely an alpha female and I'm definitely interested in learning more. So I just felt it described me really, really well. And I feel like I've always been someone who as a hard worker, ambitious, driven, motivated, and, you know, the, the natural masculine energy is kind of all very, very natural for me. And so um, I feel like whatever I start, I do with all my heart, my soul, my passion. Um, I have that hardworking ethic because I grew up in an immigrant family. And uh, yeah, I definitely consider myself an alpha female. That's awesome. So part of the definition is all about 
work-life harmony and how we take care of ourselves. Um, so I, I know you have a self-care practice and especially as uh, becoming a mom, um, that's got to kind of turn your world upside down. So what does your work-life harmony routine kind of look like nowadays? Mm, that's such a great question. I feel like pre-motherhood, it was definitely a lot different. It was, you know, much easier to have a well-integrated self-care practice and it, it was much easier. And so I don't like using anything as an excuse, but my time is very limited building, you know, two businesses, uh, being a full-time mom, being a wife, being a friend. And so I never want to put self-care on the back burner, but I also don't have as much time as I used to have. So there's little things that I incorporate into my day-to-day that adds up into a beautiful um, self-care practice. And so I feel that the biggest change has been in the morning. I mean, I used to wake up and spend five to 10 minutes in silence and writing down my gratitudes and enjoying lemon water and all that great stuff. Which is not a reality when you have a toddler. So we wake up and I have to get her ready for Montessori. But I make sure that I incorporate at least five minutes of mindfulness in my day, especially if I feel like I'm getting frazzled or I'm I'm getting back into that sort of forceful energy that does not feel good. That's when I know my body tells me right away that I need to sit back and just take a few deep breaths, focus on what I'm grateful for, and then get back to it. So I'm very, very aware of what my body um, is telling me. And I make sure that before bed, every single night, I write down a few things that I'm grateful for and a few of my desires, things that you know I want to uh, manifest into my life. And throughout the day, of course, I'm drinking my water. I'm making sure that I get enough water throughout the day. And um, even my fitness practice is not what it used to be. I used to love working out and, and love the gym. And I still love those things. But I feel like right now, my soul and body just craves much lighter practices. So I'm doing a lot of walking and a lot of um, yoga, more lighter, more feminine practices that I've incorporated since becoming a mother. And I think it's been such an incredible balance to my alpha female um, energy. Okay, cool. So we'll get into the nitty gritty of the routine. Um, But we shared in your bio kind of, you know, you said you had launched yourself into a marketing sales role and you found yourself immediately out of whack. So I always ask my guests, like share with us a time when you may have subscribed to the term work-life balance and did you have an aha moment that taught yourself, I need to do better? So did you have one, um, one big one or a series of aha moments that led you to a different career? Mm-hmm. I feel that for a lot, <laughs> a long portion or a big portion of my life, um, I've felt that work-life balance was BS. And it really is motherhood that brought me into the necessity of making it a part of our life. And so, you know, when I was working, graduating um, Richard Ivey School of Business and starting to embark on a career, I mean, it was really focused on work. I mean, you, there's a lot of competition. You're trying to prove yourself. You're starting out with an entry level position and trying to climb the ladder. I mean, the balance really lacks in that area. And then I started a business and, you know, you're building a part-time business on the side of your career. And you're again, trying to go up the ranks and prove yourself and have results. I mean, the balance was non-existent. And so, um, 
really became aware of it, like I said, since I became a mom, because as I felt, so I took a year off when my daughter was born and gratefully had enough residual income to live a great lifestyle throughout that year. But when I came back to uh, fueling my professional side and, and building my business after the one after my daughter turned 12 months, I realized that the balance was absolutely necessary because when I was with her, I was thinking about, you know, business. And then when I was doing business, I was thinking about her and I just said, I can't live like this. It's not peace of mind. It doesn't feel good. It's not in flow. And I said, things need to change. And so what I practice now is in the mornings is my time to fuel myself professionally. It's my time to be um, a business owner, building an empire on a massive mission to have impact in the world. And that's the hat that I wear. And then I change my Valentinos for my Birkenstocks at three o'clock. And I'm my phone is off. I don't respond to texts or social media. I am fully present and engaged with my daughter, minus my Instagram stories that I post a lot of because she's so darn cute. But you know, that is balance for me. And then after bath time routine, when I put her back to bed, you know, if I'm craving to check in what's happening in my businesses or, you know, I do that, but I also need to spend time on my relationship because that gets put off to the side as well. And so um, my husband and I make sure we have date night once a week and it's our time to hang out and just really connect and and, and um, fuel that part that's so important to me as well. Mm, it's so uh, interesting that you said, you know, when you're with your daughter, you're thinking about your business. When you're with your business, you're thinking about your daughter. Um and it's the age old, like be present mentality that, you know, we can read Eckhart Tolle, Power of Now, and we can listen to podcasts that talk about being present. But it's such a difficult practice, especially if you're a type like mind going a mile a minute, you're always thinking about like, what next? What's the next thing I can do? So I love that you've set parameters or rules for yourself. Um, I find um, like I, I love rules. Some people are rebels, don't like rules. I love rules. I'm an upholder. If I set a rule for myself, then I'm going to follow it. And I get so proud of myself at the end of the day where I'm like, I followed my rule. So I, I, love, I love that you've implemented that into your work-life harmony kind of mentality. Love it. Thank you. I definitely consider myself a rebel of the status quo, but when it comes to being, um, like, like you said, genuine with your own core values and your own rules, then I'm just like you obsessed with, with following them because they're most important, right? Yeah, that's so true. Cool. Okay. So give us whether it's like a few things or a laundry list, but what are you most passionate about in your life? Mm, Passionate about a lot of things, but I am extremely passionate when I think of the business side of things, of course, you know, being a mother, mother and, and uh, being a present mother and empowering my daughter, the way that I was raised, was very different than the way that we're raising our daughter, because you know, usually if your parent is a successful doctor or lawyer, that's what they expect of you. Or in my case, I was raised in an immigrant family that came here um, when I was six with absolutely nothing. And so my parents really gave us a clean slate to do whatever it is that we want in life, but they obviously wanted us to be successful. The way that we're raising our daughter is 
and then that's why she's in Montessori is really empowering her to step into who she's meant to be, to live out her soul's purpose, you know, and if that is completely different than my passions around entrepreneurship and female empowerment, then we're okay with that. And so that's one of my passions is, is raising um, my daughter to be the best version of her and, and helping her and guiding her to live out her soul's purpose. And um, in terms of um, entrepreneurship and that side of things. I mean, I love everything that has to do with female leadership and female empowerment and um, really inspiring women to step into their light. And one of my favorite quotes by the Dalai Lama I posted on my Facebook yesterday is he said, the world will be saved by the Western woman. And I just feel with everything happening around the world today, if we became more emotionally intelligent, if we focused more on collaboration and love and, you know, really stepping into the greatest version of ourselves, a lot of these horrible things that are happening would be non-existent. And so that's my lifelong passion is to inspire women, especially to step into their light, to step into their feminine greatness, to lead with love, to, you know, be the best version of themselves and help and, and help and inspire others to do the same. And I mean that, and I love to travel and, and, and explore. I, mean, I have so many passions, but <laughs> so uh, we're recording this October 5th, cause this goes live in November. So if people want to go all the way back to October 4th to see the Facebook post, then they can. Um, but, uh, I love that you say, you know, you're, you're stepping into all of this empowerment because, um, you know, we hear in your bio that you've launched a network marketing company that's created, um, quite a lot of residual income for yourself, but you weren't satisfied with that. And you're still, you're like, okay, I see another problem in the world. I'm going to now like, you know, you saw a problem for yourself, you know, corporate career, climbing the ladder wasn't for you solve that problem. Now you're like, I see a problem on how do we empower our children? So now let me create this company. So I love that you are a pain point solver. Mm, love it. Never thought of myself like that, but absolutely incredible. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So um, maybe tell us a little bit more because this is the perfect opportunity in the passion section. Um, but tell us a little bit more about the Love Powered Co and why it was time for you to launch this in the world. Mm, beautiful. Um, so for me, the transition from from just entrepreneur, career woman, Anna into motherhood was a very, very hard transition. I mean, I had gone from six years of total freedom, doing things on my terms, working when I want, traveling when I want, um, napping when I want to all of a sudden my world being shooken up. And now I have this little gorgeous angel who is attached to my breast all the time. You know, it was so hard. And I don't like labeling as hard, but that's really the feeling and emotion that comes up. And so um, when at about six months, when Maya was six months, I spoke to one of my, my spiritual advisors and he said, he's like, you know that until the age of seven, your little one's subconscious mind is being programmed. And I said, you know, I've read about that and I'm a firm believer of I am affirmations. And, and that's how I became quite quickly successful in my network marketing business. But I have totally forgotten the practice. And he said, what if you start 
empowering her subconscious with, with these positive thoughts. And so I did. And every night, you know, as I was showing her a story, I was actually saying the I ends. And so I would say, Maya, you are patient, you are kind, you are loving. Um, she cried a lot. And so I would say these, you know, soft things to her. And what I realized quickly is that it was a, became a very meditative and healing practice for me. So as I was powering her with affirmations, I was powering myself. And one day, one of my girlfriends, uh, Lindy Sood came over and we just started talking about, you know, her experience with dealing with anxiety and how her and her family have started implementing positive IM affirmations into, into their household. And we right away got onto Google and we started Googling like IM affirmation cards for children, personal development tools for families and exactly what we were both doing um, simultaneously, but not even knowing it did not exist in the marketplace. And so we looked at each other, we're like, let's do this. And so, uh, we had countless meetings in my basement over wine and it was formed with this idea was formed in, in November, 2016. And we just said, we have to bring this to the marketplace. And the response has just been overwhelming. You know, it's kind of a product where, where I can imagine people saying like, why didn't I think of this? Because I am affirmations do exist, but not the way that we've created them because our intention is to, um, yes, have these powers, these I am affirmations, but also really focus on the connection between parent and child by asking questions, you know? So for example, I am unique. So what makes you feel unique? Like what, what is it about you that makes you unique and tell us how that makes you feel. And so we really go deeper with these affirmations and encourage parents to engage in dialogue and conversation and engage in feelings and emotions, because we know that's what puts manifestation into play is, is that emotion. And, um, yeah, so we launched through Kickstarter. And like I said, the marketplace has responded really well, I think in a time where there's just so much fear and so much uncertainty. And then on the flip side, there we're always connected through social media and everybody, um, just expects immediate gratification and, and immediate um, response. This is just an incredible tool to not even become more mindful, but also connect deeper with your children on on this incredible, incredible level. I love it, and um, it's it's so interesting that this is becoming uh, like mindfulness, meditation, affirmations, but becoming much more mainstream. But, uh, you're now my second guest that has created something for children. So I've had Tanya Joy Antonio on the show who wrote the affirmation station, um, which is very similar, but I, uh, I love that you've incorporated, um, the questions instead of just reading to your child, asking them to start actually vocalizing things for themselves and developing a voice early on is beautiful. Amazing. Thank you. Um, okay. So let's get into the nitty gritties of how you take care of yourself as you're momming and entrepreneuring. So um, tell us how you nourish yourself. I know you kind of started to give us some things, but maybe give us some like tactics or tips that um, are non-negotiables in your day. Mm, I love it. So my, I did get into it at the beginning, but I, my non-negotiables just need to be very simple because I do have so, so much on my plate. And so really I just have four things that are non-negotiable when it comes to my day. And the first one is I always try to have a green juice. And so I don't juice at home, but I have an, uh, my favorite spot where I live, where I go pick up a green juice 
every single day. And it just makes me feel good. Like I know that I'm adding greens and antioxidants and all this great stuff into, um, into my day. So that's a non-negotiable. It's kind of an expensive non-negotiable, but it's a totally worth it. And, um, I try to incorporate most days daily movement. So I've added in running around the playground as, you know, as a one way to get my movement in. So I don't feel guilty when I, when I don't make a yoga class or I don't have time for, you know, a 30 to 60 minute walk. But, um, so daily movement, whether it's walking or yoga, or like I said, running around the playground, whatever it is, I just need to move my body. Um, as that's what feels good. And then having water on me all the time. So I carry a bottle around and make sure to fill it out. I just know that I'm doing good for my cells and uh, those nightly gratitudes. And so before bed, I sit down with my journal and I have like, uh, I don't know how many, maybe 10 journals now filled with these gratitudes. And so if I'm having an off day, I can just literally pick up any journal and go back to any random page and look at all of these things that I just have so much gratitude for. And so I write down at least five things that I'm grateful for specifically from that day. And I also write down next to that, my desires. So what am I? I love that. Manifest. Yeah. Like telling the universe straight up, like, what do I want, you know, and not feeling uh, guilty or any, any, any negative emotion around it. It's like, Hey universe, this is what I want help me deliver it because my intentions are pure and everything I'm doing is to contribute to the greater good of the planet. So this is what I want. Help me manifest this or something better is that is part of my gratitude journal. I I love that addition. I'm going to start doing that. I just listened to um, one of Lori Harder's podcasts and I can't remember the guest. She's a plus size model and one of her gratitude practices is also writing out um like her new bio in the future so writing out like i am a best selling author i am a nobel prize winner whatever um so that's a, a great kind of place to do it is while you're giving thanks for all the all of the perfection in your world or non perfection that teaches us things um so you've touched on also you like your fitness routine i love that you added running around the playground like i Um, I find moms are like running after my kid and they like put a question mark. Like, is that allowed as the fitness routine? Like society needs to stop telling moms that like they need to be able to be in the gym and momming and running businesses. Like if running around the playground or running around the house or going for a walk with your family is your movement, like own that. So I I love that playground running is your fitness. (laughs) Um, So what are some of your daily habits for winding down at night and reducing any stress that may have built up during the day? Yeah, of course. And this is so important. Like, you know, even if someone is not building multiple empires and their main role is to be a mom, that takes so much energy. It takes so much brain space. And I know many moms like that and, and, you know, their biggest worry becomes their children and what are they going to eat and what are they going to wear? And is it too hot in their, in their room? And, you know, we just, are too hard on ourselves, you know, we, us as women. And so we need to have these practices in place so that stress reduction is so important. I mean, stress leads to disease. And so if we have these incredible practices in play, then we can nourish ourselves so that we can be the best version for our children. And so, you know, I touched upon the gratitude journal, but I also want to make sure that 
um, I tell the listeners that I have, like for me, being around beautiful and meaningful things is really important that touch upon all my senses. And so the way that we've decorated our home is there's positive quotes and, and there's, you know, feathers on my wall and, and we have dream catchers in every room and uh, vision boards in, in my office and in our bedroom. And so having a space that feels sacred, I mean, every room has crystals in the right place for feng shui, like this is very important to me. Your house sounds like a self-development, uh, like junkies dream. <laughs> it is. And I made sure like we just moved in in 2016 and I just made sure that every room feels good because even though you might have a stressful day, you need a space where you come home and you can just like breathe and say, ah, oh, you know, and, and it's all about the feeling. And so what I'm trying to do is bring woo-woo land into mainstream also. Like that's really important to me because people don't realize that as soon as they shift that energy and and that um you know hectic, chaotic, whatever it might be, energy, it, once they shift that into more of a flow and alignment and peaceful state, everything changes. Everything, every single area of our life. And so I make sure that, you know, before bed I have my essential oils going, I have my um relaxing crystal um you know, the lights are dim and it's just my space to get into a peaceful state before bed. So I have a tea and then I can sit down and, and write down in that grat gratitude journal, but just creating a serene space, whatever it is for you, you know, for me, I want to touch upon all my senses, you know, the smell and, and what I see and, um, that all contributes to the, to the energy, the feeling of, of peace. Hmm, awesome. Um, okay. So as an alpha female, we're usually problem solving for something and you know, you're, you've got pain points, you create solutions. Um, but what are some of the pain points in your life right now that you're problem solving for? I think one of the biggest ones is, is time. And I'm someone who, if someone gives me an excuse, I know right away, it's an excuse, you know, I can call BS on the, on the person who's trying to, to give me it. And so I think for me, it's just being so mindful of time, and what I say yes to and what I take on, and it needs to be in alignment with my core values. And, and if it's not, then I decline. And, you know, it's so easy, especially in, in startup mode for all of these incredible opportunities to flow in and interviews and um, this and speaking engagements and that. And, you know, I want to say yes to everything, but I can't because if, you know, family and freedom and integrity and um, growth is is a core value to me, then if I'm just focusing on business, then I'm living out of alignment. And so as all of these incredible things are, are coming my way, I need to focus on my time. And if it fits into my space where I'm working, which is until 2.30 PM, and it fits in alignment with all my core values, then it's a yes. If not, then it's a no. Like I don't do anything. We've had a few interviews for podcasts come up, you know, at 7 p.m. or at 8 p.m. And it's just a no because I'm not at my best at that time. I'm, you know, it's a full day of of doing things and I have to stay true to me. And if it's an incredible opportunity, then it'll it'll fit perfectly the way that it's meant to. So time and being mindful of boundaries and saying yes to things that are in alignment and saying no to things and trusting that even if it's a no, something else will come, will come around, will come about. 
Well, I'm glad you said yes to my 12 p.m. time slot. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay, well, that leads us to the end of the podcast and my favorite question. But tell our listeners, what is your definition of happiness? Beautiful question. So for me, happiness is really a state of peace. And it's really accepting what is in the moment. And I strive to achieve this more often than not. But I'm also aware when, like I said before, I'm out of state or out of this peaceful feeling. And um, that's a practice of mindfulness. And so accepting what is in the moment without judging it and really feeling in flow, feeling an alignment and feeling this trust that I'm fully, fully supported. And that's what happiness is for me. Mm, That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today and how you're showing up in the world. I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Giveaway alert. I'm giving away one of the brand new yoga collections by doTERRA. So this is a collection of three different essential oil blends. They're five milliliter bottles, and the blends are called Arise, Anchor, and Align. They're absolutely amazing to use in a yoga practice, diffusing in the room, or for meditation, or even just in a diffuser in your home or at work. I absolutely love these blends, and I can't wait to gift them to one of you. And the reason why is I need your feedback. So that's the catch. I'm exchanging essential oils for feedback. So I've created a survey over at bit.ly forward slash alpha podcast survey. That's bit.ly alpha podcast survey. And I want your feedback. Where are we going to take this show in 2018? Do you love the interviews? Do you wish I asked different questions? Do you want to add some questions to the mix? Do you want to take some questions away? Do you want more solo episodes with me, Robin Baldwin? Do you want more tips and tricks for work-life harmony coming from me? What I've learned from guests? Do you want me to bring alpha males onto the show? Lots of questions. So I want your feedback. I want you to have input and create the show you want to listen to. So head on over to bit.ly alpha podcast survey. Um, I'm going to give everyone the entire month of November to fill this out. So up until October, or sorry, up until November 30th, you have to fill out the survey and um, I will pick a winner on the December 1st episode. Have an amazing day and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode. And just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.